We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey guys, this is Liz. I wanted to include a trigger warning for this episode for sexual assault from about minute seven to about minute 13. Um, So if you're sensitive to this topic, then I would recommend skipping it. But I hope you enjoy the rest of this episode. Love you. (laughs) Hey, (laughs) knock it off. (laughs) That's my dad voice. It's a very scary dad voice. Scared me. (laughs) Hey. Welcome to the Holy Hour. I'm Amelia Sampson. And I'm Liz Ball. I don't know why I'm like Amelia whispered it. I tried, I tried to be fancy with it to switch it up, but it didn't go well. I'm Amelia Sampson. Anyway, um, sorry for making you feel weird. Thanks for coming to Mass. <laughs> and the, the rest of it will be speaking in uh, English accents. I was got that. We're gonna say tongues. Just kidding, no. What if we we'll just have a speaking full episode in of us speaking in tongues? What <laughs> does like, that sound like? <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> I had a skit idea in my head earlier today of like a girl being like, "Okay, so a lot of you have been asking about my skincare routine, and I'm gonna show you." And then it's just her casting spells like on her ex boyfriends, and she's like, "This is what keeps me youthful." <laughs> Like drawing a satanic star and like putting their picture in the middle. I love that. <laughs> that so is- actually, I steal their soul. <laughs> I only do it once a week. <laughs> and that's you have why to do it every day. You don't. That's, that's why I'm aging in reverse. <laughs> yeah, if you steal too many souls, you will become a baby. <laughs> so be careful. <laughs> Anytime anybody asks me to do anything other than what I'm already doing, like my eye starts twitching. <laughs> I need to sleep eventually. Though. I'm so tired. You're like, say yes, Amelia. <laughs> Up your five minutes. But I told my psychiatrist that it's making my eyes feel tired. And he was like, oh, that's weird. He's like, that was definitely an unusual side effect. And then he moved on. I'm like, sis, it's my Then he gave you on. a fist bump and you said, get the fuck out of my office. <laughs> One size fits all. I emailed another psychiatrist today, like, to see if she has availability. And I'm like, I hate my psychiatrist. <laughs> <laughs> I hate her! <laughs> Sorry, that was my Vyvanse speaking. Help me! <laughs> yeah, help. Help. I'm trapped in here. <laughs> but I emailed her and I was like... Sis, I need you to help me with my medication because um, <laughs> my psychiatrist keeps making broad stroke assumptions about me because I like to drink on the weekends. <laughs> Every time I tell him anything's weird with my medication, he's like, must be the alcohol. <laughs> Any new psychiatrist? Anyway, I'm, I'm up 10 milligrams now, so. Well, you could be like me and self-medicating with weed and just being more anxious. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I tried that. <laughs> I'm familiar with that round, actually. <laughs> no, I actually haven't uh, been high on marijuana in a while. Nice. Only shrooms. How many more shrooms do you have left? And only on dates. I'm just kidding. <laughs> How many did you buy from her? Uh, two bars. How much do you have left? Uh, like half of a bar. Wow, you've really made that stretch. 
Well, I'm not gonna go on trip out on shrooms like every day. I know, but for a while you were like just kind of like going on walks and like eating a little bit, but I didn't know how much you were yeah. eating, so I assumed you were out of it. Well, so I also realized. I mean, all you need is one little square. square. Um, but I also realized that you need to like give your brain a break because mm. otherwise, then then maybe you'll do the same amount like the next day or like a few days later, but you're. You haven't, like, replenished yet, so you're oh. not going to, like, trip. Wow. Yeah. So I like to – I now they're now it's for special occasions. Also, I'm running out, so it's, like – Only for the specialist occasions. Yeah. Well. <laughs> you know, like a first date. <laughs> yeah. That was special. And you yielded fantastic results. Yeah. So. Well, I wouldn't have offered if, like, uh, the vibes were right, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. I was just like, the vibes are immaculate. Do you want to do drugs? <laughs> the vibes are astronomical. Yeah. <laughs> the vibes in my studio apartment are astronomical. <laughs> Would you like to do drugs? <laughs> and then he said, what drugs? And I said, I have weed and I have shrooms. And he was like. He's like, I'll have, uh, I'll have some shrooms. Mm. Well, weed is, weed's a tricky one, you know? You never know what you're going to get. No. And shrooms, it's like, okay, if I can sense, like, I enjoy his company right now and I'm this comfortable, it's going to be fun, right, on shrooms. Totally. Yeah. No, with weed, it's different. It's like, you don't know. Like, oh, I you get be totally so anxious. I get, I can't smoke with people anymore. No. Period. Ha- okay, but have you masturbated while you've been high on weed? Mm-hmm. It's mind-blowing. I'm it's like, different. I'm so sad that I get so anxious when I'm high, like anxious around other people. Yeah. Because it would be really nice to just be like high as fuck having yep. like awesome sex. Yes. But. Absolutely. Have you had sex on Molly? No. I've wanted to, but I hate Molly. Like it makes oh. me like. I have I have a really bad come down from Molly. Me too. The next day is really bad for me. Yeah, it's not the low is not worth it to me. Mm, that that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. I've done Molly twice and like, I'm just like that was not worth it. Yeah, that's fair. That's why I just I do shrooms. That's good. You figured <laughs> out what works for you. Yep. I had sex on Molly one time. Was it and, good? Mind blowing. Everybody told me not to do it because it's like nothing will ever amount to, and that's fucking that's so that's, st- the, that's Molly, stupid thing to that's say. the Molly that's talking. the Molly that's the Molly speaking. <laughs> but it was it was because it's just like you just want to like touch everything and be touched so mm-hmm. like for that to like it was is a life-changing experience um but yeah no I can't have sex I've I've only masturbated when I'm high from weed like I've never had sex when I'm high because I am usually so anxious like I just need to be by myself like I have to fully leave a group one time I was super high with Schumann and he we started having sex and I, like, closed my eyes, and I was somewhere else entirely. Like, I know we were having sex, but I was not there anymore. Mm-hmm. And then, like, mm-hmm. I remember him being, like, are you okay? Do you want me to stop? And it was, like, thinking about it now, I'm, like, clearly I wasn't, and you should have just stopped. Yeah. And he was, like, annoyed he had to stop. It was on my fucking birthday, too. Yeah. I'm high as fuck on my birthday. Okay? Why are people... Like, I don't... like Because he is a terrible person. I don't like... Mm-mm. Yeah. I, like, mm-hmm. and this just, like, goes back to consent. It's like, okay, if you can tell this person is not there anymore, you need to stop. Yes. Yeah. And I was just like... And how can you be like, okay with continuing to... Like, exactly. Why are you still... My body is limp, and I'm clearly, like, not mentally there. That's so fucked up. I was so literally like in outer space. I for I forgot we were having sex. <laughs> Yo. Hey guys, this is Liz. Um, I'm currently editing this episode, and I wanted to talk a little bit more about this story. Um, I realize I'm in a unique situation where I can hear myself uh, telling a story back. That um, I don't know. When I was listening to it, I was like, holy fuck, like, I'm I'm kind of dismissive of this, I mean, it's assault. <laughs> Let's call it what it is, it's assault. Um, and I wanted to talk a little bit more about this because I, I did talk to my therapist about this. Um, 
I'm mostly having some cognitive dissonance about this. Um, And I know Amelia had said something similar when she talked about her experience as well. Um, But I'm, I'm mostly just sad that instead of calling him out in the moment, I just felt guilty for like being too high. But the reality of this is like, I should, I mean, everyone should feel safe with their partner. And, um, I felt ashamed. He made me feel ashamed that I was, like, not lucid enough to have sex with him. Um, And I think it's also important to touch on consent. Like, consent is pretty black and white. Uh, I remember watching this video comparing consent to drinking tea or, like, making tea for someone. So if someone consents at the beginning, like, yes, I would love a cup of tea, but then they fall asleep, they're not awake to drink that cup of tea and you you should not pour them any more tea and he he knew he didn't have to ask me if he should stop um and the fact that he got mad uh i don't know just really fucking sucks like his uh having sex was more important to him than my safety um but it's strange to experience that I'm such a loud advocate for people to stop minimizing their experiences with assault and then I heard myself tell this story in kind of like a dismissive way when it was clearly not okay (laughs) um I minimized my own assault and I think that's a result of internalized misogyny and I think a lot of women experience that um it just made me think about how often we make excuses for people that we love and we're socialized to normal gray area experiences like this. Um, like I was like, yeah, he, I've always felt icky about this. And I also realized I've never told this story until I was telling Amelia in the moment. And, um, yeah, I, I was like, he's my boyfriend. Um, he would never hurt me. He loves me. And, um, I think a lot of us have experienced something like that where we make an excuse for someone that we know and love because we don't want to believe that they would ever do something to hurt us. Um, And like I said, consent is black and white, and the things that make it gray area are when manipulation tactics come into play, like using threats or guilt or shame to make someone do what you want them to do. So for him to be annoyed and make me feel bad after the fact that you know I I accidentally got too high I had too many edibles and like didn't know they were gonna hit me that hard um it it, it's just him conditioning me to always be submissive for him when he wants to have sex um I I don't feel triggered about this circumstance anymore but I think it's incredibly important to to talk about how I view this experience now and was able to hear myself talking about this in a way that I minimized my own experience because I I highly doubt I'm the only person who has done something like this. I mean, even Amelia telling her story a few episodes ago, like, this is so commonplace and I just want to emphasize, like, we should not be normalizing this. And the way I talked about it, like, Obviously, I unintentionally was, like, normalizing it a little bit because I, I I think I was just conditioned to, like, be dismissive of, like, oh, a man who loves me would never do that to me. Um, but, yeah, I'm sad that my safety was not a priority to this person, and um, I hope that this was valuable for the listeners to hear, and... Um, you know, to not, like, be ashamed to tell your story and um, not normalize these circumstances. And it is kind of hard to um, admit to yourself when, like, you know something was problematic, but, like, you didn't really, like, give it much attention, you know? (laughs) And, um, yeah, you don't have to be traumatized to be, like, yeah, this wasn't okay at fucking all. And like now I would totally be the kind of person to be like, uh, <laughs> like I would for sure have called him out and been like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> um, but you know, 
that's what we call growth, baby. So keep on growing. And I hope that you guys enjoy the rest of this episode. Back to your regularly scheduled, uh, I don't know, being a slut. <laughs> the th- whenever I realize that I'm in that headspace, like once I like click back in and I'm like, whoa, I'm like not, that's when I start to get anxious and it's game over from there. And I'm, it's my night, my night is over. I just can't, I cannot smoke around people anymore. No. And don't even get me started on edibles. I just want to be high as fuck on my couch with my cats. Mm Mm-hmm. Eating an entire pizza. Yes. (laughs) And watching cartoons. Is that too much to ask? And covered in a blanket. Uh, I know, I really love, like, I can only smoke Indicas because sativas are way too stimulating for me. And then, like, I have to be fully alone. And then, like, there cannot be the potential of somebody infiltrating my environment (laughs) like I have to have a whole night plan because the second somebody gets entered into like my environment it's I like freak out it's not good feel like they're judging you or no I'm just like I just like get so aware of there being another presence and like I feel like not that they're judging me but that I have to kind of be like on and like Mm -hmm. maybe that's playing up on something that I need to talk about in therapy I don't know (laughs) (laughs) I always have to be like a character for people but like it's really really uncomfortable for me and this and the moment that I start to feel uncomfortable when I'm high I can't be like Amelia you're high like calm down everything's okay like it's just done from there it's a it's a slippery slope I like I have to be very very comfortable with another person to be high around them because I feel like they're judging me or like maybe something they're doing is like kind of bothering me yeah and it's making me uncomfortable yeah so yeah Like, I don't know, there's also been times where it's, like, I've gotten high with a friend who I love deeply and sincerely, but they'll, like, talk through a movie, and I'm just, like, Mm -mm. so high that I'm, like, can you fucking stop? Yeah. (laughs) Like, (laughs) yeah. Like, I I can't handle your energy while I'm trying to be high as shit watching this movie. Yeah, and you start to get irritated, and, like, the annoyed high is the most annoying kind of annoyed yeah yeah because you're like i can't even enjoy this yeah hi because i'm trying to process what's happening and you being annoying yes absolutely oh god yeah Mm -mm -mm -mm. i think i've had too many experiences where i've been anxious high that i just can't i just can't do it anymore do you tell your therapist that you like have done drugs or whatever um no i mean she suggests cbd to me frequently um because I'm such a basket case. But, no, you're not. <laughs> but she doesn't know. I haven't had a reason to tell her about any of my other experiences. Yeah. So, no. I I withhold information from my therapist. Because you feel like she might judge you? No. Eh, maybe deep down somewhere. I think it's because, like, I totally treat my therapist as, like, my the boss of my personal life. <laughs> Yeah. And I'm like, oh, God. I don't know. She's almost like the part, I don't want to say like a parental role, but sometimes. Yeah. Like, I I noticed this recently. Like, I take what she says as gospel. Yeah. And I probably shouldn't, but I do. I'm like, she said it, so it's right. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, that's, that's like, you found somebody that you can trust, and that's you. Yeah. She's a professional. I, t- I finally told her... This last weekend, like, over the weekend, um, that my first date with, uh, what did I call it? Brick House. <laughs> I finally told her that, like, we also did shrooms. What'd she say? Nothing. She just skipped past that? She, yeah, she doesn't ever, there's been times where I've been like, yeah, and I was like, I was so high, and I thought about this or something and she doesn't say anything Mm -hmm. I think that they're I don't know this as a fact but just from like talking to my therapist I think they're probably trained to be like if they just skim past shit wait until they bring it up and they actually want to talk about it because there's some stuff that I say that's like clearly problematic but I like zoom past it and then we don't talk about it until I circle back on it like a month later yeah so I don't know if that's like well she clearly doesn't want to talk about it it was just like to kind of I mean the story I also think maybe my therapist is probably, like, okay, if this is, like, a common thing, mm-hmm. then maybe it's something we need to talk about. Yeah. But, like, also, like, the drugs I do recreationally are, like, I, I do them recreationally. Yeah. I'm, I have, I don't have any dependence on them. Yeah. It's not a problem. Yeah. Yeah. And to, yeah, I haven't been high 
from weed in a while. Because mm-hmm. you don't need to be. Because I have shrooms now. And here <laughs> we are, kidding. like, drinking every single episode. Like, we're, like, yeah, tipsy every time we record. True. Maybe we have a... <laughs> it makes it more fun. We're just hey, two ladies just chatting over some white claws. <laughs> oh, that scared me, too. It was doing so well. My <laughs> You're cursed, Amelia. Okay, so I have this hanging lamp and it's fallen down. I have it hung up on command hooks. And it's fallen down exclusively when Amelia's here. <laughs> it's fully terrifying too. It's so scary when it happens. Um fun <laughs> fact for the listeners, I'm haunted. I don't know if you believe in that but, <laughs> but wait i almost want to save this for halloween <gasps> we'll talk about it on our halloween episode but i'm haunted i'll tell you my spooky stories okay. i have a couple Ooh. let's have a spooky episode yeah you have to wait until october spooky liz and spooky <laughs> amelia <laughs> we'll have to like record these on video too yeah so <laughs> amelia and i have decided to do whatever the fuck we want but independently right now when i so when i was in college um me and my closest girlfriends started a facebook group called boss ass bitches yeah and uh we would nominate a dab of the week like drunk ass bitch of the week i love that (laughs) or sometimes it's ratchet of the week uh who's to say which one it was Okay, I feel like we would go back and forth. And then we'd also have, um, I think we had a chode of the week one week. <laughs> so, so we would go out on the weekends and, um, whatever happened over the weekend, we would, like, nominate someone to be dab of the week. <laughs> and we'd submit why. <laughs> we'd be like, this weekend, <laughs> cats, we did the <laughs> my cat just did the weirdest <laughs> jump on the table. <laughs> he's proud of himself. He's like, <laughs> he's like, yeah, I did that. <laughs> Call me Tony Hawk of jumping onto shit. Anyways, <laughs> he's l- licking his shoulder like he wasn't just so embarrassing. Love you so much, baby. Aw, come here, cuddle me. Oh. oh, he's like, oh, no, we're oh, done for oh. today. He's like, you made fun of me. Goodbye. <laughs> I'm going to lick my leg like nothing happened. <laughs> uh, oh, it's grandpa. They're all coming out. Oh, God. Now. Okay, sorry. Anyways, continue. Yeah, so we'd nominate a dab of the week, and we'd explain why, and we'd be like, this weekend, so-and-so did this thing, and... That's why we're nominating them as Dab of the Week. I'm going to read one to you. Okay. And then, so if you won Dab slash Ratchet of the Week, you had to carry around this ugly purse me and my roommate picked out from Goodwill. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) What inspires you to make the first move? Oh. Um, so what would you define, like, first move as? Like give what them would my you number. First move or as? that's that's another question. Like, what do you consider a first move? So I feel like like on Hinge, and I know I mentioned this um, in the mini sode. Like on Hinge, I have the best success when I make the first move mm-hmm. because I want to be able to like say something really f- weird and see if they can keep up with it. Interesting. And so that's how I would make the first move, but. When I, th- I'm trying to think about, um, like, kissing or holding hands or something. Yeah. It, is holding hands a move? I guess it could be. Because I feel like giving someone your number is a move. That's true. Um, I guess when it comes to, I'm trying to think. Well, let's, okay, so I'll narrow it down because that's so true. There's so many different yeah. ways that you can make a move on someone. What's your first, like, if you're on a date with somebody and there's, like, nothing happening physically, like, how, like, what inspires you to make the first move? I do have a little bit of an expectation for someone to try and kiss me on the first date. Um, so I, like, allow for enough time, like, to pass where we can feel comfortable enough. And then usually they'll take the initiative and say, like, can I kiss you? And 
then I'm like, fuck yeah, kiss me. <laughs> uh, let's fucking kiss. <laughs> I want kiss you to hard. kiss the shit out of me. No tongue. <laughs> <laughs> just, just solid hard lips. Yeah, just. Mm-hmm. Just breaking past yeah. that barrier, baby. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I hate everything. <laughs> I hate everything I just brought to the table. There's only been one time where a guy was like, "Can I kiss you?" and I said, "No." <laughs> that, that was because I was too high. Yeah, that's fair. Anyways, um, yeah, uh, I always allow for enough time for like the us to like co- somewhat comfortably kiss, and usually they ask. Like majority of the time. They ask now as an adult. <laughs> I've never been asked. Really? Mm-hmm. I'm always it. asked. Wow. Yeah. What in the we have such different experiences we really with do. men. We really, really do. Uh-huh. It's interesting because no, I've never ever been asked, and the idea of being asked is really cute. Are you asking? We'll come here then and lay can one on me. May I kiss you? <laughs> no. Yeah. They always. They're always like, "Can I kiss you?" Mm. I'm like. I love that. No, I, um, 100%. guys will just, but I also love the whole, like, not asking part, too. It's just, like, just, if the vibe is there, fucking grab me, you know? Mm-hmm. And. I don't know what I want. I love all of it. I just want to be kissed. But. I mean, yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, sexual tension is a lot of fun. It, it really is. I think we don't talk about that enough, is, like, sexual tension is oh, so exciting. for it, yes. Ugh. Like, before, like, before anything happens. Yeah. And you're just, like, looking at them, and you're, like, pay attention to what they're saying. But it's so hard, because all you can think about is just, like, that you want to kiss them. Have you done this, like, little push and pull with men, where it's, like, you've already, like, kissed before, and you've already, like, made out, but you do the whole thing where you, like, kind of hover by each other a little bit, and then you, like, pull back. And yes. Like, I, I just do that, that all the little, time. like, micro, like, Tease. sexual tension is so sexy so that in like a long term of like this guy that i'm seeing now who like has not tried a single fucking thing even though i know that he is big into hookup culture and he hasn't tried kissing me yet the sexual tension is building and building and i'm going to (laughs) explode one of these days what if you just like go in like you're gonna kiss him and then you don't i'm just so that would be so fun that's the type of shit i used to do in college There's something about him that really intimidates me, and men do not intimidate me often. And so, like, I'm... Are you serious, yes. Amelia? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to speak from an outsider's perspective of, like, <laughs> the things Amelia has told me about this guy. <laughs> and he's a child. I think that it's just... No, I, the I, the vine is playing in my head where he's, like, a child. <laughs> <laughs> Liz, I don't know what it is about him, but I'm, like, I think that it's... I think that it's because he... I've never been more perplexed in my life with dating a guy. I'm so confused. And it's upping the stakes. I get that. I get that a lot. It's upping the fucking stakes. And there's nothing in particular about him that is, like, really, like, doing it for me. I mean, he's super hot. And he's really, really smart. But I've, like, dated a lot of really hot, really smart guys. So it's not like that's, like, a novelty for me. But, like, there's something... The novelty is that he's He hasn't tried anything. And And he's... He hooks up with a lot of women, but he keeps asking me to hang out. And I'm like, why won't you try anything with me? Hello? I'm in your apartment. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. I'm waiting. But it's now to the you point where it's like. You should just sit in his lap. <laughs> should I just do it? <laughs> I'm just sitting in his lap. Honestly, it's like, we're just friends. What uh, are you doing? <laughs> honestly, if I were you, I would have kissed him by now. Ugh, but it's like, I've waited so long now that I'm like, he has, he has to do it. I that's so interesting well yeah so it's interesting that guys will ask me if they can kiss me first Mm -hmm. and guys don't ever ask you yeah um but also guys ask me if they can kiss me uh, like literally always on the first date wow and then uh if not like if the I don't know or I'll like say something about it so like one guy I went on a date with he, like, made a joke about our first kiss, and then he, like, when the night was ending and my Uber started to show up, I was like, are we gonna kiss? <laughs> Fuck yeah, Liz. Well, he alluded to it. <laughs> I was confused. Take I was the like, reins. I was like, are we gonna kiss? Yeah. You just all talk or what and is And then this? he was like, do you want to? And I'm like, 
Well, yeah. Like, no, I just thought I'd bring it up. What the fuck? No. no bye. Bye. <laughs> just wanted to dangle the carrot in front of you. Yeah, no. I, I don't, I honestly, I don't know how to not be candid. Like. <laughs> okay, typically same. And there's something about this guy that's really making me not feel, I don't, oh, I fucking hate it. Because there's so many things about him that I just, well, like, really don't like. Well, now you just built it up to something in your head. <laughs> ah, which is what I'm always talking about. Yeah. The more that I think about it, the worse that it gets. And I'm not feeling deep about it. It's really just this, like, surfle, surfle, <laughs> surface level <laughs> challenge for me now, which is yeah. really, which is kind of fucked up, but I, it's, like, no, I it's get kind it. of a game for me now. I'm just, like, I'm going to keep hanging out with you until you make a move, dude. But it's interesting. I never kiss on the first date. Oh. Except for with um, sad, dry hand job, and that was because he, like, went in for it because he was so, so drunk on our That's first date. That's crazy to me. hmm I never kiss on the first date. It's not even a cardinal rule I have. I'm just kind of, like, it's just never really, like, the inspiration never really strikes. I almost always kiss on the first date. I kind of want to start kissing on the first date because just, I love kissing, so it's, like, why not? It, so you've never, like, boned on the first date? Oh, I'm trying to think. I mean, the first, the time, the one time that I've had sex on the first date was with a guy that I had known for a while. So it was like the sexual tension had kind of built, you know, Mm -hmm. but no, like, no, but actually both times I've had sex on the first date (laughs) was with guys that I had known for a while. Okay. Um, oh my God, this morning, this girl on the machine next to me, I feel like she was competing with me. And I was like, bitch, it ain't no competition because I've been coming here (laughs) way longer than you have. But if it was a competition, I'd be winning. Yeah. And she's like, and like, I don't know, like her form was bad. And I was like, you're going to hurt yourself. She's probably watching you to know what to do. Maybe. But also maybe she just needed that little boost. I I know how some people make it like, make it like a secret competition. Yeah. Yeah. Like on a treadmill, like you have to run faster than that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God. Maybe you should hook up with your, um workout guy that would be problematic that's always been like a kink for me <laughs> like i don't want to i don't want to ruin the that <laughs> that's fair <laughs> you're so much smarter than me <laughs> i'll just make it awkward for forever <laughs> and never be just able to go back time yeah oh god oh speaking of which i'm seeing uh music man tomorrow music man did you bring up the bdsm conversation i didn't know but i probably will tomorrow i think that he's like me where he he's into the stuff surrounding it but like doesn't know if he's actually into it like that's kind of how I felt and then once it happened I was like yep (laughs) I feel like it'd be kind of cute to like learn together but I also don't want like I want somebody like what you have that just like shows me what the fuck is up I think no matter what it's going to be like that though like Mm -hmm. I think it doesn't matter if one person is more experienced or not just based on like because we both still feel a little, like, awkward. Yeah. Because we, it's still a matter of figuring out what the other person wants. Totally. It's just in a different space. Totally. But it's still nice to kind of have somebody that, like, knows the ropes. Literally. I mean, yeah. Hey! And that's on ropes. (laughs) (laughs) That's on getting tied up. Yeah. (laughs) Um, It's on restraints. The quiz I took... Uh, the top two things, I think they both were 100%, but the first one was brat, and then the second one was rope bunny, and I was like, what the fuck's that? Rope bunny? Yeah, it's called a rope bunny, and it just means you like to be tied up. Ooh. So. Why a bunny? Like, when, why, why do bunnies get to be sexy? Yeah. (laughs) What did they do to earn that? Bunnies and cats. Yeah. Why? Those are the two... I can kind of understand cats because they're, like, kind of, there's, like, yeah, the allure yeah, there. Yeah, there's, like, they like, got that... The shoulder the shoulder walk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but bunnies are just, like... <laughs> yeah, they're scared. They hop away. They're kind of there. We've all seen a, a bunny run away. Yeah. Maybe that's part of it. Like... <laughs> I don't know. They also, like, fuck like rabbits, you know? Oh, maybe that's maybe what that's it is. Maybe that's it. But I don't think so. You don't tie around. <laughs> No, you don't. No, you don't. I don't know. Why I don't it's know either. Because then there's also I don't know. Jessica there Rabbit. Playboy bunnies. Jessica Rabbit. Playboy bunny. Lola bunny. Lola. What what other sexy bunnies? Are there? <laughs> there's a lot. I rope just, bunny now. Rope bunny. <laughs> Very interesting. No, I've never thought about that. Yeah, there's just all of these. It's not. It's beyond just like dom and sub. It's like you have names now. 
And I was like, what is that? Yeah. I want to take that quiz. I took it kind of like it to you. a while ago. Like, it might not be the same one, but I took a similar quiz a while ago that was like a hundred fucking questions. And I was kind of like, by the end of it, I was like, just kind of like selecting like, shit. Uh, so I just actually take one because I'm curious, like, if I were to partake, who would I Yeah, be? what you would like. Yeah, I took a short, a shorter quiz. And then you rate it like um, least likely to most likely. Oh. So there's some variation. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, it's like a person. It's like an actual personality test. Mm-hmm. It's like an enneagram for like sexual deviance. <laughs> <laughs> Did you take the enneagram? Mm-hmm. What are you? Four. Interesting. What's What's your wing? Three. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, what are you? I'm a nine wing one. You're a nine. I'm a nine. Everyone that I've said that to is like, yeah, that's what I thought you would be. Oh, I thought you would be a three, but I don't know enough about nines. That's interesting. I know I am out of shape because every single time I have sex, my ass hurts the next day. (laughs) Like, I'm just... It's not because it's getting smacked? No, it's just the muscles are like, oh, right. Are they they telling you to squat on their dick? No, it's not even, like, intense sex. I just, like... (laughs) Wake up the next day, like, feeling like I did a hike. Like, no, sis, you didn't. Just rode dick for ten seconds. <laughs> I'm a little nervous about, um, like, hearing you talk about how, like, the second time, like, the first time that you had sex with, oh, we might put this in, the, <laughs> the second time you had sex with Brickhouse was, like, a little bit, like, there were kind of expectations set. I'm feeling the same way about seeing Music Man tomorrow because it's, like, the first time was so intense and, like, passionate and, like, it just happened and now we've been sexting and... Oh, you've been sexting? Kind of. It hasn't been anything, like, sexting, like, a whole scene. It's just, like, some things here and there, you know? Like, oh, I just pulled... He's, like, I just pulled into a rest stop to, like, nap for a little bit and, like, I was thinking about, like going on a road trip with you and just, like, pulling over to a rest, into a rest stop and, like, fucking you and then just, like, driving off like nothing happened. Like, stuff like that. Like, he just, like, sends me like, little scenarios Ooh, that he's thinking of. I'm like, <laughs> you were thinking about that with me or are you sending this to other women? Either way, I'm into it. <laughs> but now, tomorrow... Are I'm you sexting other bitches or not? <laughs> yes or no? <laughs> but I'm seeing him tomorrow and, like, he was saying, he was like, um... I don't even want to talk when you get here. Like, I just want to rip your clothes off, like, right away. I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm into that. But, like, what if, you know, the vibe is off? I, like, walk in and, like, I'm sweaty and then I'm, like, in my head. You know what I mean? There's so many things that could, How like, many times have you guys just had sex? Just once. <laughs> I know yeah. going to be our second time. Well, I think the weirdest thing that I've had to come to a conclusion about is, like, we're in such a strange and incredibly like unique situation where we're like broadcasting our dating lives and no matter what we do we have to be entirely honest Mm -hmm. we have to be completely honest with whoever we're dating and we have to be completely honest on the podcast Mm -hmm. because whoever we're dating is also listening yes (laughs) yes like it's just it's yeah I know it's been interesting, I know I said this to you the other day, but, like, it's been interesting to hear what you've been experiencing mm-hmm. with people being like, oh, I'm concerned about the podcast, because it's not the first time that's happened to you. No. I haven't experienced that yet. Like, the only guys that have brought up the podcast is um, the comedian who has chosen not to listen anymore, because he, I totally understand that. Yeah. And then, See, that's interesting, is, then, like, making yeah. the choice to not listen. Yeah, which is, I have so much respect, because he's such a supportive guy, and, like, he wanted to listen to support me, but he got to the point where he was just like, I just don't want to hear you dating other guys. Yeah. Totally fair. That is, yep. That's absolutely fair. And that's, and for him to make that decision and not try to stifle me, and not try to, like, I listen to the podcast, I'd like it if you would not date other people. <laughs> he was just like, I listen to the podcast and I'm not going to listen anymore. I'm like, good for you. That is a, that is, sounds like the right choice for you. Um, and I totally respect that. So it's been him and then Music Man listened and he texted me. He was like, I heard my section. He's like, looking forward to ripping your clothes off. <laughs> I, I couldn't wait to rip his clothes off. <laughs> so those have been my two experiences. Whereas you've had the experience of guys being concerned about you talking about them. And I'm, I'm wondering... Mm-hmm. If the guys that I'm dating are also concerned, but they don't feel like I've created a safe enough space for them to let me know that, 
because you are so like tell me like you you have this air about you that makes people want to open up to you huh you do <laughs> my heart <laughs> and I'm like is it that are we just dating different types of guys that they feel like I kind of open think so or like is it is um, it a me thing am I scaring them away from you no <laughs> I think that I do think that we are dating different kinds of guys and I don't know what it is like I feel like I end up dating guys who are, like, um, very sensitive mm-hmm. um, because I'm also very sensitive. Mm-hmm. I enjoy and want to be in a monogamous relationship, but the the kind of freedom that I need, like, I, I need to not be asked to put the things I care about aside for them. Yeah. So there, I've always had this, ex, there's always been this expectation for me to just, like, do whatever they want to do. Mm. And I've done that in the past, and I just, like, don't want that anymore. Yeah. It's like, I need you to respect my hobbies and, like, my friendships and know that, like, I will still love you and care about you as much, if not more. Right. Like, if I'm, if you respect the space I need. That is something, that's not, and this doesn't even feel like a blanket statement to say that that's just something that everybody should do. Yeah. You should be okay with your partner having, like, interests and a life outside of you, and the second you start You need start to trust to, them. If you try to stifle that, like, what does... What, why? Like, mm-hmm. are you insecure that I like to, like, knit? Like, what is it? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like, let me You insecure do, about my Pilates class? I don't know why I always say knit. I've never knit a day in my life, <laughs> but that's always well, my you, example. Well, I mean, okay, so an example for you is, like, you have literally so much going on in your life, like, yeah. with with acting and this podcast, and, like, you are so committed to doing great at work. Like, there's all of this other stuff, and you and you have so many friends and, like, so many different friend groups. Whoever you date is going to need to be okay with all all of that and then not be jealous or insecure when you're like off like filming or here recording Mm -hmm. or with your friends like they're gonna have to be able to go with the flow with that and I mean not to turn this conversation back on myself uh, (laughs) but the thing that I do like that I do like about Brick House is like I feel completely respected Mm -hmm. and and like, no matter what either of us says to each other, like, I don't feel like he's judging me. I am absolutely not judging him. And um, it's, like, just even though having some of these conversations have been, like, hard to say your feelings. Yeah. <laughs> because you're, like, I'm ashamed that I have this feeling because I don't know how me saying it is going to make you feel. Yeah. And that's the hard part. But, um, I mean, I also don't have... Like, I don't have any other option to be anything other than completely transparent. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just, like, that's something that I appreciate is I don't feel like I'm being, like, trapped into this idea of a girl. It's like I can just be myself. Mm-hmm. That's, I think, the, the thing that has stood out the most to me. Yeah. When I compare my experiences, my most recent experiences in dating is, like, uh, I'm being put in this, like, idea of a person instead of just being accepted for who I am. Mm-hmm. In the past, it's, like, I do reserve part of my personality as probably a way to protect myself. So that might be part that of it. That makes sense. And where it's, like, I'm being put in this box of, like, oh, sweet Lynn. They might Lynn. also just be trying to fill in the blanks and they're projecting what they're feeling. Exactly. Anyway. That makes sense because I really do. And then I feel that. Yeah. I, f- I feel what they're projecting and I'm like, I'm not this person. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be your mom. And I'm also not going to be like your sweet little girlfriend. Yeah. Like who will do anything for you. Yeah. And I, I had, I was thinking about this earlier today. Like, <laughs> like uh, the guy, there's this guy I had gone on a few dates with. Um, like, I don't know. I don't even remember when. Um fuck like that january? november that was like no it wasn't well, november it was january was it that it was after christmas oh um i know that it was in 2020 which is has been 11 years so. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> um but i i was thinking about this earlier today he didn't respect any of my hobbies like he didn't respect my time 
Um, he's a very insecure man. Yeah. He, he didn't respect my time because, like, I... Um, that's when I had started, like, really getting into going to my gym so consistently. And that's my thing. Like, I love going there. And, like, ever since I've gone there, like, yeah, I've gotten in really great shape. And I like how I look. But um, it's just really rewarding for me to go and, yeah. like, uh, notice my strength improve and just, like, keep working towards, like... Um, I don't know, improving my physical strength. I don't know what it is that about it that's so satisfying. But anyways, like, I didn't feel like he respected that I would go to the gym at, like, 6 in the morning. And he, like, no matter how late it was, he'd be like, can't, I just want to see you. And, like, can I, can you please come over? Can I come over? And I'm like, no, you know I wake up at 5 a.m. Like, just deal with it. Mm-hmm. Like, or try and make some other plans with me or... Like, make it seem like you actually enjoy the time you do get to spend with me. I don't know. He had a lot of shit to work out. Yeah. Independently. He vibrated at such a high frequency. Mm-hmm. Like, he was stressful for me to just meet. It's <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> I need you to... I remember I was... I went Dial to the, it back. <laughs> I went to the bathroom and the bar that we were in was like, the, the women's room and the men's room were super close to each other. And I was coming out when he was going in. And he was just like, like all over the place. He's like, hey! And I'm like, yeah, this he guy is, is really fucking really stressful. It's just so fucking stressful. So it doesn't surprise me that he would be like so intense with you. With well, your and time then, and like exactly. attention. Like, oh God. I, he just sound, he he struck me as an insecure person, which is like sounds mean to say, but like you can there, people you have insecurities yeah. and you can tell. And like for him to like get jealous about you, like you know I don't feel like he was jealous. I feel like yeah, it was just an insecurity of like he wanted me to drop everything to I don't see like him that. I because really don't he like would that. drop everything to see me, and I don't feel like we even talked that long. It's like three weeks. I don't like it. Yeah, not about it. I was thinking about this earlier though. Like, how many times have you like given a guy a perfect opportunity to sext you and he blows it? <laughs> Like, oh, I wish I could talk about this without being too identifying. Last night was it the happens all the time. Most disappointing. <laughs> no, but it was like last night was it's like it was that, was really that was really bad. That was really bad. It was like he started to like maybe like almost sexed me and then just made the most obnoxious hard shift when I took the bait into something entirely different. I feel like you need to be super straightforward. I, I don't, I don't know. I, I think that men, um, like, the men that we talk to, maybe they're just, like, too, <laughs> it's such a gamble, yeah. you know? It's such a risk for them to take. That's to, so true. To try and make something sexual if you're not making it sexual first. I'm just you know? like, oh, it was so. Be forward. It was right there. It was right there. I know, I know. Uh, I I'm know, just girl. like, dude, what the fuck? I'm just so confused. I'm just so confused. And here's the thing like, I don't care about this shit normally. And so the fact that I care is really driving me crazy. Just send him a picture with you and your bra. <laughs> just like, Meh. that's what I know. My, I'm so, because it's, like, I want, my normal, like, MO is to just, like, not give a fuck and, like, just kind of, like, operate on that. But, like, we have so many mutual friends and all of our mutual friends that we have are, like, all, like, very (laughs) cool. (laughs) I know I shouldn't care about that. But they're just, like, so cool that I'm concerned that, like, if I, like, make a bad move or, like, do something dumb, like, they're all gonna know about it. Oh. Which is not fun. It's like, and I'm concerned about that from, like, a sex standpoint, too. I'm like, what if the sex sucks? And then I have to hear it from all of these people. That'd be like, you know, on our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> hearing about the sex. I guess that's true. <laughs> this is really triggering. <laughs> this is triggering, like, a bullying thing for me from middle school, though. Oh, I'm like, you know okay. what I mean? But it's like, and it really is kind of the same thing. It's like, he's airing it out with his friends. I'm going to air it out publicly, and he knows that this exists, too. I should probably have a conversation with him about, like, if he's cool with me talking about him on here, because we're trying to do that now. We're trying to, like, be... I always had in my mind that, like, men can come easily. Like, that was always, like, that you could get there. But now I'm realizing, as I'm having more experiences, that that's 100% not the case. Like, Mm -hmm. there's so many factors that can contribute to if a guy comes. The first time I was having sex with a guy, and he was like, I don't think I'm going to be able to come, I was like... 
what what do you need me to do and it's not anything that we're doing it's just sometimes I know I hate that too because you're like I want you to Mm -hmm. and it's like well I can't and like anxiety and depression and there's so many Mm -hmm. different things like different medications that they're taking um like if they had a hard day or if they're just like too focused on like performing then like that's also there's so much shit which is the same stuff that we deal with oh absolutely it's just there's so much shit out there that's like like making it feel like men are just like two pump chumps if they want to be <laughs> they can get off no matter what and that's not that's not no true. and well and then I think it's um the same as us is like you don't have to come for it to be really great sex fuck yeah yeah I don't need to like, come ever. I mean you can know it's mind-blowing sex and and still not come yes so I would say I I don't want to like talk about brick house too um but like the first time we had sex I didn't come but like he offered to like help me get there and really all that matters yeah (laughs) yeah exactly he was like what can I do and then I was like I'm actually good and it was because like there's so much going on in my head um and I think I hadn't like I hadn't had sex in so long I was almost overstimulated I was like I can't get there I'm like there's too much going on with my entire body right now (laughs) I I can't (laughs) I have too many things firing off in my brain um but I still knew it was like great sex so like I yeah I will stand by (laughs) saying that is the best sex I've ever had hell yeah so and the fact that you didn't come then is like testament to like it yeah. doesn't need to be every time you don't need to come to have great sex no and it's not anything about the sex like would i like to come. sure everyone would yeah. like to but also you still enjoyed like, yourself even if you don't come yeah you can't control like everything in that experience and yeah i think me being overstimulated is not the worst thing obviously Mm-mm. that just means i was really in it mm-hmm. <laughs> and then i had a lot to to uh, process after that yeah so yeah like for a first time experience like that there's a lot that I had to think about yeah yeah so it doesn't need to be a home run every single time exactly to still enjoy it but the fact that men will still ask how they can help or like are Mm -hmm. you sure Rather than just, like... Like, what can I do... Yeah. ...to make sure you're having a good time? Yeah. Instead and of just, like, okay, she's not going to come. It's totally the thought that counts in that aspect. Mm-hmm. It's, like, okay, you know, I came, like, how can I make you come? Yeah. I would love... I would love to make you come. And then... And then it's, the ball's in your court. You can be, like, do I... Like, do I need that? Um, is that what I want right now? Mm-hmm. Like, you can kind of assess yourself, like, what, what you want. Yes. Um... Like, I was one, I, at that point, I would have been totally comfortable just being like, yeah, like, please go down on me or something. Um, but I had, I did a quick self-assessment and I was like, there's no way I can get there right now because there's too much happening. Yeah. (laughs) I'm way too stimulated, like, ever, like, I don't know, physically and emotionally and mentally that I can't. Yeah, right now. there's a lot of clear indicators. <laughs> yeah, you have to like, I feel like to have like a really great orgasm, you have to turn your brain off and that mm-hmm. wasn't going to happen for me. Mm-hmm. So that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like perfectly fine. And I think I've probably said this every episode, but like men not like, like finishing and then being like, all right, is. Yeah. They're like, thanks. Oh, bye. Yeah. I'm like, was I like, if you don't care about the other person in the scenario, get a sex doll. Yeah. Period. Yep. Because <laughs> it's just so disrespectful. It so is disrespectful. disrespectful. It's so disrespectful. But, like, still, even, like, just, even if we don't want to come, just, like, I, I, like ask. Yeah. <laughs> or, like, offer. I don't know. And this is universal. But still, I mean, like, we talked about last episode, some women can't have an orgasm. Yeah. But it's, like, still true. treat them like a human and like care about how they're feeling put in, in that scenario. effort put in the effort well by the time this episode comes out we'll have talked about aftercare mm-hmm. and i think that that is i still stand by that being super important completely agree like as long as you have the emotional fulfillment as well yeah. um yeah sex can and is amazing mm-hmm. there can be and is amazing yes absolutely. um someone dm'd us and was like after we talked about like clit stuff they had they were listening to the podcast with their boyfriend 
and we were talking about clit stuff as we do <laughs> and she was like it's kind of our thing <laughs> we love the clit <laughs> the amazing jewel of the stuff yeah, yeah. <laughs> the tacoma of the vagina <laughs> yikes no i just kidding that <laughs> makes seattle the belly button <laughs> Or or Seattle could be uh the jewel of the sound. Never mind. The jewel of the South Sound. The jewel of the center. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Anyway, anyway, it's not Tacoma. Yeah, I'm gonna remove that because it doesn't make any sense. (laughs) Well, at work they call they call uh Tacoma jewel of the South Sound. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Yikes. It's not. Jots. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> uh, vaginas. Um, well, oh, your friend's boyfriend. Oh, yeah. She's like, ever since then, he's been spending a lot more time on, on my clit. I can't thank you enough. <laughs> We're happy to provide. No, but that's so, it's like, it's so important, you know, and it's, I don't think it's very obvious for everybody, which blows my mind, but it's because we own vaginas, mm-hmm. <laughs> so that makes sense. We own vaginas. <laughs> watch some porn on how to, like, there's, there's all these tutorials on porn. Vagina porn. There's, I'm just kidding. Watch some vagina porn. No, but there's, like, there are some people that, like, their whole shtick, like, on, like, their porn brand is, like, teaching men or, or it's a man teaching it, but it's teaching anybody that's having sex with a vagina how to get a woman to come. And it's, like, really sexy, and, like, the person that he's, like, doing it with is, like, really, really into it. So it's porny in that aspect, but it's also educational, and I think that you should seek it out if you have never made a woman come. Because <laughs> it's, like, it's not very obvious. For us, I feel like it's a little bit more obvious, because it's, like, the, the penis is just, like, it's, there it's there it's pretty obvious what we need to be doing yeah it, it gets hard <laughs> yep that's an indicator it's it hard indicator. we gotta like uh, use a lot of spit when the yep and then when they come it's just is it's just it's right there. out there for women that's obvious yeah <laughs> or people with vaginas it's not so obvious like like what is what what's the what so yeah look it up online we're not educators here no we do know what <laughs> feels good but it's a personal thing so it's like for a from a from a biological standpoint. Oh yeah, I totally, I totally have friends who are like, yeah, I don't need any clit stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want any clit stuff. Wow. Yeah. Well, I'm uh, so jealous. I know, but I she can come from sex. So, stupid bitch. Yeah, I'm so fucking. <laughs> I jealous. would love to come from sex. Me too. Save me so much time. Yeah. Same. And just like, there's, I. What is the shame with like needing to like have extra like clit? clit stimulation to come I don't think there's any shame in it no but I feel that way you do you feel like there's shame I feel like there's pressure on me why I don't know like what like from like (laughs) from like a like excuse me while I take care of myself kind of standpoint Um, or like you're not doing a good enough job and so I need my clit stimulated what is it like I put the pre- I put the pressure on myself. I don't, don't like men me. have never put pressure yeah, on me. That's good. They're always like, yeah, like let's let's go for it. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's good. But I'm the one putting the pressure on myself and like there is a level of shame of like I have to have extra. <laughs> yeah. Versus like just being able to come from sex. I guess that, I guess that makes sense, because, like, I feel like maybe I've experienced that, too, with, like, excuse me while I... It's, and it's when we're new to having sex, mm-hmm. so, like, once I'm comfortable with them, I, I don't feel that way. Yeah, that's good. Um, yeah, but when it's new, it's, like, there's a level of shame for me. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. This is probably a good place to wrap. Yeah. We're going to wrap it here. And eventually we'll be better at, like, finding a way to end the podcast. <laughs> I don't think we're ever going to find it. Yeah, it's just going to Because you and I just both love talking so much. It's, like, it's going to be so hard for yeah, us to, like, actually find true. an end point. We have to just, like, cut ourselves off at some point. E- this is it. It ends when we're tired. <laughs> and we're tired now. Yeah. We did work for eight hours before this. So thanks for listening. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, thanks for listening. Um, 
if you have stories you want to share or you like would like to hear us cover a topic or discuss an idea you have um you can dm us Mm -hmm. um on instagram or twitter at the holy hour i'm sure that's super daunting too but like we are it will always be anonymous and it's anonymous we're like the least judgmental people we're just like like airing our shit out. yeah we're literally telling the entire world about our sex lives yeah so So we're not gonna judge you ever and we're not gonna tell anyone that you said this stuff to us yeah exactly and or you can email us at holy hour at oh shit holy hour podcast at (laughs) gmail.com know the and also remember the e in holy yeah, every time I tell anyone about this podcast, they're like, I can't find you. Is this you? And it's like a gospel podcast. I'm like, fuck that. That's not us. We're not us. <laughs> that is not us at all. I'm not us at all. It's H O E L Y. The Holy cool. Hour. Yeah. The Holy Hour. Um, holy Hour Podcast at gmail.com. There's no the in the front. Mm-hmm. But yeah, send us your stuff. Um, but thank you so much for listening. We love you so much. We're big fans of yours. We love yeah, you. Yeah, we're fans of yours. Mm-hmm. We talk about you literally all the time. Yeah. <laughs> we have posters of you on our wall. <laughs> I'm Under looking our at bed. a picture of you right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, love you. Okay, okay love you. Bye. Wait, wait, do we sing? We have to sing. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh. <laughs>